wings, listen up. Today's run is vitally important to our cause. Set your frequencies to Dice Time, a Star Wars Legion podcast and part of the Legion Academy Collective. Your lead wing captain today will be Ben Gedron, and your support ship leader will be Paul Watson. Let's show them what we're made of, Rebels. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dice Time. I'm Ben Jetron. I'm Paul Watson. We're coming to you live from the Moss Eisley DMV, currently in line and waiting for our turn. So there's been a transition in government, obviously, and now we've got to uh, get to get plates for the uh, for the AA5, which just as soon as I thought we were going to get enough money to start getting like a another ship and get off planet. Now I got to spend it on getting replated and relicensed and uh, now it sucks. But how are you, Paul? Well, other than waiting in this line again, um, doing all right. Well, let's see. Well, hopefully we're not waiting too long. We are number, uh, 748. What number are they serving right now? Oh, looks like 16. Oh, okay. Well, We're all right. Be here a bit. <laughs> all right, a little bit, a little while, maybe a couple hours or so. Um, but uh, we, you know, my goal is not to miss it this time. Not again, because if we yeah, miss, it, we gotta wait. We gotta wait a third time. Yeah, I'm not waiting in this line with you again. So <laughs> we better make it this time. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, we'll try to get it down pat. All right. So topics today. Oh, and as a as a little bit of a pre warning. Uh, both Paul and I have a little bit of a cough, uh, but it's not we're, it's nothing nothing serious. Just this little seasonal, um, and and you and good news, you will not get uh, it's it's not contagious through audio. So just listening to us cough, you will not get sick. Uh, it might make you cough because sometimes if I hear the sound of people cough, maybe I cough, but you know whatever. Uh, otherwise, you won't get sick. You should be good. Um, aside from that. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna try to mute it out as much as I can. Uh, like, try to suppress it or, or mute the mic if I, if I feel it coming on. Paul's already hacking up his lung. It's it just muted. He just hasn't, he just hasn't, uh, doesn't showed us. You know so, it. I've got the, um, I've got, we, we've got a lot to talk about. Well, a little bit to talk about today while we're waiting in line here. Um, there was obviously the huge point update that happened at the end of October. Uh, we're gonna go over some of our, uh, point, uh, some of the point changes and all that and just talk about some of the major stuff. Uh, if you want a really good deep dive, I know that Legion Academy loves to deep dive all the new rules and all the new erratas and point changes and all that. Um, we're just gonna kinda do a fast and loose version of that. And then after that, um, I'll be w- full transparency. I've, I've not played all that much Legion between show between this last show and this one. Uh, life's been quite busy for me. Um, Paul, I understand, has been somewhat similar, but has actually managed to get in, you know, a good handful of games. So, uh, so Paul's going to deep dive us into some fun uh, uh, AA5 tactics and Fleet Trooper tactics because, well, that's just what I wanted to hear, and I figure he did really well with uh, with with some with those two units together. And I thought when it first came out that that was going to be something that I wanted to play. So I think everybody might uh, might learn a little fun something from listening to Wise Sensei Watson. What do you say, Paul? You ready? Yeah. 
you want me to start with the fleets? Uh, actually, we'll we'll go ahead and go into the points updates and the erratas first, and then, uh, and then when you get to when we get to A five and fleets, you can talk about like maybe anything that you know pre and post, uh, pre and post changes that you think might affect your lists or anything like that. So uh, what? It. Yeah, what? Uh, sh- well, we can quickly just run through uh our neutral, the neutral upgrade point changes. So. Anger went down two points. So did uh, Eastims also went down two points. So did Duck and Cover, and Smoke Grenades went up a point. Thought that was interesting. You know, I don't see Smoke Grenades enough, but I mean, they I guess they went up a point for some reason I'm not familiar with. I guess uh, everything else going down two points, I'm totally down with. Yeah, it's <laughs> the the thing that stands out to me that I find interesting is here Eastims has now come full circle, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's, right. It's back to where it started, and it yep. increased and then decreased a little, and now decreased back to normal. Yep. Uh, that'll be interesting. I know a couple of my lists. I I really love Eastims, so I might might just have to stick to that. So, uh, let's go ahead and run through these faction changes real quick. Uh. Paul, reach into this hat that I happen to be wearing that has all four faction names in that and draw one out and tell me what you see. Oh, gosh. Um, Let's start with Rebels, because we play a lot of Rebels. All right, getting the good stuff out of the way so everyone can skip the rest. All right, (laughs) so looking at units, uh, looks like our favorite FD laser cannon went down five points. Uh, The commandos went down two points. Uh, Pathfinders also went down two points. R2-D2, the droid, the myth, the legend, went up ten points. And then my girls, Jen and Leia, both each went down ten points. Ladies' Night is feeling good with that. Yeah, there's a, lo- I'm, there's a lot of things reduced there, right? The, um, it's interesting, because I don't think you see a lot of those played. And so you can see the clear... Um, goal of trying to get some of these things to the table, right? Yeah. Um, the Pathfinders, the full, um, commando the full commandos. squad. You know, Leia and Jin. Leia used to be very popular, you know, really early when you didn't have a whole lot of options, but she was quite good. Um, and there have just been other options. And But, man, what is it, 80 points for her? Yeah, that's, it's 80 now. That's, man, that's, that's real cheap. super tempting. Like, I can't think of a list now. The problem, or the thing I was doing was, like, for a while, the generic at, like, 50, I think, right? The generic commander's 50, and then Leia was 90. It's like, I was almost always willing to just give up the 40 points, and, like, maybe that's a naked rebel unit or something, but I was always willing to cut that to upgrade to Leia, just for all the stuff that she offers. Yeah, because I mean... Yeah, you really took that generic officer and what usually put the extra, you know, cover one on him. So he was like, what, 60 points, and then she was still 90. Yeah. It's like, I'm I'm getting over 30 points by not taking her. And like you said, and that's like 10 points of command card. Yeah. That's like 10 points of command card, and that's really good because her command cards are awesome. But now all of a sudden, you drop that to about 20 points different. And you're like, huh. now it's super worth it. Yeah, because <laughs> she's quite good with that sharpshooter too. Like she can actually kill some stuff on her own with the pierce and oh, totally. 
Yeah, she's got some really good abilities. And then those command cards can be very good in certain situations if you can, you know, play them right. So, yeah, that's really good. I'm interested to see Jin too. I know that there's some people who are really high on Jin. I know you're one of them. Uh, but you don't see her very much. But I think with that reduction, we might start seeing her a little bit more. But you know what that means? Lots of people misplaying Infiltrate and easy Jin kills. <laughs> and yes. I'll be one of those people, even though I've been playing her since she came out. I was going to say, they should watch some of your um, Yavin-based Team League games. Oh, wait, those. <laughs> actually, those I actually did pretty well with some of those infiltrates, even though they were kind of ballsy at times. Oh, yeah, no, they were just very aggressive infiltrates, for sure. Well, they usually were, just because, like, it was, like, zone denial. Oh, yeah. Because I played on the same map a million times, and I was like, I saw my opponent's list, I'm like, okay, I know where I need to go so that, like, they can't infiltrate there like if they had an infiltrate unit or something i'm like i need to stop them from going here so i know one i know at least one or two of the games i just put Jin out there literally just to zone deny oh absolutely <laughs> just to infiltrate deny because i'm like they're gonna they just win if they infiltrate there <laughs> and i'm like yeah. i can't ask that yeah having cassian in certain places on that board that you were playing was just too much yeah all right so moving on to rebel upgrades We'll just run through this real fast. Uh, so most of the, uh, a couple of the AA5 upgrades went, uh, already went up in cost. And that was like a, I guess that was like a change that they wanted to see the AA5 come up in cost, but not the unit itself. So that was an interesting choice. So the Gonk Droid went up four points. Unorthodox Tactician went up six points. Uh, the Quad Gunner went down eight points. And I think that oh, and the and the reckless driver went up six points. That one hurt my heart real bad, because uh, he looks like a lot of fun. And I unfortunately haven't been able to put my A five together yet. And I was like, ah, I'm gonna miss it when it's like in its prime. But nah, I'll play it the same way. It doesn't matter. It'll just cost more points. But rebels across the board kind of always get cheaper. So. Um, yeah, I will say that AA5, like some of those changes, um, especially to the tactician, were definitely needed. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, it got it got hit even more than just the points increase, right? So um, it, it works a little differently now, which, again, was needed. I will just have a little quick piece right here. I played yeah, yeah. against a local guy who was running K2 and Cassian and the two buses with tacticians in them. The first action of the first turn, he had 16 aims on the table. Oh, my God. The game was pretty much just over at that point. That, uh, that I sounds lost, I lost a I lost a gav tank turn one, so oh. it was it was that bad. Um, <laughs> so Jeez. yeah, it, it 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 was a needed change for that tactician. It was very strong. Um, now it just makes it a little like you have to you have to play around it a little bit more, rather than just getting aims at the beginning of the turn without having to do anything. Yeah, that list though only costs twelve more points now, so they're just cutting something to still do that if they wanted to, but I'm not going to encourage anyone to do that. That sounds nasty. Yeah, nasty it, was not, it, was, it was not fun to play against, to have 16 aims before you could even do anything. There's nasty in the good way, and there's nasty in the bad way, and, that's, and that just feels nasty in the bad way. Alright, so the rest of these, let's see, we've got Land Speeder Gunner went down to one point. That feels right. 
because I never took that gun in my life. And one point feels like that's good. Like I might actually take it now that it's only one point. <laughs> See, I was t- I was taking it at nine points or whatever it was, and I'm yeah. super excited yeah. that it's one point now because I like to run my land speeders without the like rocket. I usually ran them with the the gonk droid. Oh, I love the rocket though. And then the extra two whites, and so I mean you're still rolling an eight dice dice pool yeah. on that, which is you know still quite good. And now I mean the the. Increase, decrease is about the same for me, so. All right, so the flamethrower on the ATRT went down five points. The fleet barrage trooper, that's the fleet trooper that nobody painted, and it has the grenade launcher, uh, went down three points. So now you can bust that out and paint it and then put it back on the shelf. Uh, POW went down two points. That's pretty cool. Uh, the commando saboteur went down three points. The Rebel Trooper with the Ion went down one point. Woo! Uh, that was a that was a sarcastic woo. Sorry. Um, the Rebel Trooper with the shotgun—that's the Rebel Trooper, not the Fleet Trooper. Sadly, uh, went down two points. The uh, Rebel Trooper Captain—I think this is. Yeah, the Rebel Trooper Captain went down two points, and the Rebel Trooper Specialist went down four points. And then Wedge went up four points, but I think that's also because they uh, changed... I, I think they gave him Field Commander. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's fair. Because they did the same thing with Weiss. We'll get over to him when we get to Empire. But, they did. yeah, they did something similar to him, too. Yeah, there's a lot of... I mean, a lot of just little point changes there. And again, I think the big focus seems to be getting things to the table that don't see a whole lot of play right now. Yeah, Rebels, I feel like, compared to everybody else, Rebels didn't get that big of, like, points-wise, not errata-wise, I'll say that. Uh, in my opinion, Rebels got the coolest thing errata-wise. Ah, uh, no. Coolest to me. I feel like the coolest thing errata-wise is probably Vader, but uh, close second for me has got to yeah, be... Yeah, we'll talk Vader Rebels. later. We'll talk to them. Um... <laughs> All right, let's jump up to uh, let's jump over to CIS, the the polar opposite of what we play. Uh, so the unit wise, uh, the AAT went up five points, the B ones went up two points, uh, Staps also went up a whopping two points. Take that triple Stap, you now have to pay six more points. You're 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 done. That's it. Triple stat meta over. Uh, boy, I'm getting I'm getting saucy in this episode. Shoot, <laughs> I'm usually not like that. Um, so that's all the increases on the units. Uh, decreases. Good news. Uh, Dooku went down five. Jordicus went down five. Grievous went down fifteen. And then my boy Cad Bane went down five because he deserves it. So Grievous down 15 points. What do you think that's all about? <laughs> I I honestly think it just goes back to 
what what I was saying before is that they're trying to get stuff to the table that you don't see as much. And Are I we think, not seeing Grievous anymore? I honestly, I don't know. I see I see Maul much more than Grievous That's on the true. table. In the especially in the competitive list, it's yeah. all about Maul. Personally, Maul. I love Grievous. I love his mobility. I love the versatility with his gun. Um you know, there's just a lot of stuff that I like about Grievous, so making mm-hmm. him cheaper, I'm like, okay. Sounds good to me. Grievous and Cad Bane are the only ones I've actually, like, played, but that's because I literally don't ever play, like, CIS ever. But when I do, Grievous and Cad Bane are, like, the only characters I play, so. But, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, now that I think about it, it's like the CIS is all about Dooku and Maul right now. And Maul's not even on this list. They didn't even touch him at all. I guess they were just like, we'll just kind of bend everything around him and see if that works out. I guess might have been the mindset. Yeah, I don't. I mean, Maul seemed pretty good. I mean, a lot of people were running him. All right, so let's go to upgrades. Uh, Grievous's Annihilator pistol went down four points. So yay, another, that's another four points off Grievous. Because if you're not putting that gun on him, uh, you made a mistake somewhere. Um, the E five C B one went down by two points, and then the B one sniper and rocket. Also went down two points. The radi- the rad cannon, everyone's favorite gun that everyone's taking, went down six points. And hopefully we'll see it on the table now. Uh, the uh, B1 personnel and the security droid both went down one point as well. Oh, and the OOM also went down a point. Uh, the Viper droid went down two, and then the only increase is the B2 ha cannon. Uh, which is now at 32 points instead of 30. So lots of, uh, lots of uh, again, like the Rebels, it's lots of tiny little decreases just kind of across the board, mostly focused on those B1s. Yeah, I think they're trying to get people to want to get away from running naked B1 squads and actually put that heavy in there. I see that, but at the same time, they didn't, I don't think, unless my math is completely dumb, I don't think they really changed anything because they increased the base unit by two, but then decreased the heavy by two. I guess that, hmm, I guess that just means it costs the same, but if you're just running it naked, then you're paying a tax. I guess yeah. is what that, okay, alright, so it's like, yeah, okay, alright, I see, I see where they're coming from, I guess they're kind of, Kind of interesting take, but I mean, it, yeah, it's kind of a roundabout way to out. do it, right? <laughs> yeah, math checks out, I guess. Yeah, um, overall, I feel like CIS yeah. didn't really change a whole lot. Um, no, it was just kind of making the stuff that's really good a little more expensive, making stuff we don't see a little less expensive, a trying to even it out. Yeah. All right, so let's move into Republic. Now we're starting. We'll, we'll see a couple bigger points changes here a couple uh and then we'll we'll go ahead and save the faction that got the biggest changes overall the most and the biggest changes which was empire who needed it absolutely i think uh but let's go to republic so unit wise uh anakin has gone down five points uh joe will be happy about that i mean he already is um the atrt has gone down five points uh, the LAAT went down 15 points. Pretty sweet. 
and then everything else is increases. The generic commander went up five points, R2-D2 went up ten points, and Rex also got that ten-point upgrade that I think everyone saw coming from a uh, a range four stick away. Yeah, it's th- this is one that I find interesting because I feel like this is the one where they almost started to break away from what I've been saying this whole time about them trying to get stuff that you don't see to the table more. And, I mean, I think a lot of people thought Anakin was bad. I do not share that opinion. Yeah. But what I find interesting is Anakin got reduced, but Obi-Wan, someone we still haven't seen on the table since he was the only option to put he on the table. He touched. Like, hasn't been touched. Yeah. And I, and I don't think he's super strong to begin with. No. Like, he's very expensive for what he does. Um, he makes. I sure don't think we're going to see him still. Yeah, and that's that's sad uh, to me. Like I'd like to see him just as much as I see Anakin. Yeah, uh, but it'll it'll be interesting to see how clones fare with the the changes. Like you know, said the big ten point increase on Rex. I mean, trying to get away from that Rex star that everybody's running because there are yeah. other things in in Republic that are good. Um, yeah, I'm going to see I mean, how all it, this has to affect my. Uh... My oh, what was the event called that they did where you could un, un unconventional warfare? Yeah, the, the five point tax on my on my command, generic commander and my and the ten point tax on Rex is going to destroy that list. I'm going to have to fix it. Yeah, Cause that, yeah, because that was that was Rex Star, but with commanders instead of anything else. Yeah, that um, yeah, that's so interesting. Gonna, that's a big tax there. What I mean, you going to say? The, I was just going to say the the big thing is that change with clones too is not the points, right? It's the token share. It's the token share that really hits them hard. And so it's like, you know, they can only share one token at a time now instead of stacking up four aims and, you know, kind of dice fixing one of their, you know, shots and do a lot of hits and crits. All of a sudden, now you just you can only pull one aim off, yep, or one surge off. So yeah, it, that that is the big hit that I think a lot of Republic players are um, hurting for. Yeah. Uh, now again, there's different ways to play clones. Like there, you know, the barks are still good. Um, you still have saber tanks, and you know, Padme, you know, standby shenanigans, and all of that. So. There's still other ways to play clones. It's just not what it used to be. Yeah, it, right. Rexstar is not the list it used to be for sure. No. These changes. I don't know. So. How, yeah, I don't think that it's going to be quite the same at all. Nope. Um. All right. So Republic upgrades the uh, the bark. Uh, you're. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry to have to break your heart on this one, Paul. But the uh, the bark weapons went up. Uh, the Bark Ion went up two points, and the Bark Twin Laser went up one point. I'm sure you. I'm sure your heart broke when you saw that. Well, it's rough. I mean, considering I've been <laughs> running the rocket most often, anyway. Doesn't You're fine. Really yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Echo also went up two points, and Fives went up four points. I. It's like they're. I already felt like paying 40-some-odd points for these characters felt like a big investment, because that's a whole activation, almost. Almost a whole activation. Um, but now it's like, I'm probably never going to pay 42 points for Echo. 
Yeah, uh, that's the thing. Echo is just. I'll not probably still pay the forty for fives. Yeah, fives is still probably worth it at forty. Yeah. But Echo is probably not. Echo probably could have been decreased, and you would still see fives over Echo. Yeah. Is fives still an auto include at forty? I think maybe. Yeah. I think in most lists, if you're if you're trying to get that order control or you know those fire support options, fives right. is just really good. All right. The good news decreases are the ATRT flamethrower went down five points. The DC fifteen for the phase ones went down a point. As did uh, my favorite clone shotgun, the DP-23. And then the Phase 1 Captain went down two points, and the Phase 1 Specialist went down three points. Now, all those decreases sound well and good, because I used to have a uh, a Rex or generic, it doesn't matter, skirmish list uh, that made a really fun turn out of, uh, out of Take That Clankers, where they would uh, move up with offensive push and then shoot the range three shotgun and they would do that either by specialists or by captains. And I was just like, yeah, this is uh this is great. And then, uh, I heard the, I saw the errata to the, uh, specifically that card, Rex's two pip, uh, take that clankers. And now, and now they have to take the aim action. They can't just spend an aim token, but that unit has to take, take the, I'm sorry, I'm choking. Uh, they have to take the aim action now, which makes take that clankers a lot more, uh, what's the word? Like illustrated, I guess a lot more. What's the word I'm looking for? Paul, help me out. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure if this is what you're looking for, but it also seems like you have to plan for it more. Cause you have to get your guys in position like the turn before. And so you, you do. Kinda... Yes. You kind of have to, like, telegraph what you're doing. Telegraphed. You got it. That's the, <laughs> That's the word I was looking for. It's a lot more telegraphed to your opponent when you're setting up for Take That Clankers because before you could use, like, offensive push and you could do a move to get into position, get the free aim, and then spend that aim to do the shot. Uh, but now you can't do that. You're pretty much feet planted when you play. It's like you're telling your opponent when you play Take That Clankers, like, hey, the people I put orders on, like, they're feet planted. Or else I'm messing up. Yeah, I I don't know if that's gonna. Again, I don't know if we're gonna see as much of people trying to pull off take that clankers and things like that with Rex. Yeah. I don't know if it needed to get hit that hard. Like the faction as a whole got hit pretty hard, at least in its current state. I think this is either gonna force people. I think it's either going to a uh, everyone's going to complain about it, and it's going to become the next Empire. Uh, empire from last errata, I should say, and last point change. Last meta. Um, or B, it's going to uh, force the faction and the players to uh, have to change the faction's identity completely, because they basically just took the faction, beat it over the head with the new book, and said, change your ways... Uh, or or die, and uh, they had, and now they have to change their ways because they have had so many fundamental things changed about them, and so many fundamental things that we've seen from the Republic in the previous meta are just completely gone now. So they have to. So Republic players, unless they're jumping ship and playing Empire, like I know a lot of them are, uh, unless if they want to stay playing Republic, they they have to 
they got they got to change their pants. They got to figure out what what the new Republic meta looks like. Yeah, and honestly, one of the things that I've been thinking of when I think of Republic is thinking about like the current state of the game and how much armor is in place. Yeah. And the one thing that Republic has is it has the best anti-armor heavy in the game. The Saber tank is the best at killing other armor. So no, no touches at all to the Saber tank. So Saber tank players rejoice. I I think except for R2 going up 10 points. Sorry about that. Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely think we're going to see more clone lists that are, you know, triple bikes, uh, barks, I mean, and, yeah. you know, uh, fun. A, you know, a saber tank with Padme or things like that, where um, to get past the, the negative token sharing, yep. you know, nerf kind of that the clones got, um, mm-hmm. you know, you put Padme in your list and she can still share a bunch of tokens, so... Again, there's ways around it. It's just going to be different than we're used to with clones. So it'll be yep. interesting to see what people can kind of come up with. And then, of course, we have you know new releases coming out. I mean, at some point, maybe the U.S. will get them. But <laughs> well, I'm yeah. I was going to say I'm not all that concerned because I'm probably just going to buy Yoda, and then I'm not like super high on the. Well, I got to buy a box of Wookiee Warriors because they got all the new cards and stuff in them, and the models look sick. Uh, I'm not. I'm not all that like that. I need to grab everything right away out of this wave. I'm kind of waiting for. I'm sure there's going to be a wave that's coming up. That I'm. I mean, there's Shadow Collective coming up. Like I know I'm going to buy into that for sure. Um, I'm kind of like thankful that we have this. The when when the Kashyyyk wave came out, I wasn't like awestruck like everyone else was. Like everyone was like loving the all the droid stuff, all the clone stuff that was coming out, and I'm like. I'm sitting here as a rebel player, and I'm just like, eh, you know, I'm pretty good. You know, there's, a, I was like, oh, Yoda, I need that. Yoda, I need for sure. And then it's like, oh, you know, new Wookiees. I play Wookiees. That helps my rebels, so I need that. And then I looked at everything else, or I'm going to get the super tac droid out of CIS because I collect commanders, obviously. But then after that, I was kind of like, eh. The rest of this, I can, uh, I can wait. I'll get it at some point, but I'll, hmm. Don't need it right now. Oh, I need those Magna Guard, actually. So, you know, I actually need, like, half this wave now that I think about it. But, yeah, the U.S. not getting it yet was kind of just my way of being able to not buy it yet. So, uh, if I didn't already have a huge huge need for it right away. All right, Paul. What do you say we... uh, we go into the uh, the faction that got the biggest the biggest makeover. Oh we yeah, get ready. Line. This list is long. Yeah, it is. All <laughs> right, so let's look at units. Um, so looking at increases, Vader, Commander Vader went up fifteen points, and Operative Vader went up twenty points, and. If you've been living under a rock and you didn't know all the changes that happened to Vader, you might be thinking, oh my god, Vader's unplayable again. But let me tell you this, Vader got all sorts of errata changes. I don't even know all of them off the top of my head. I know Commander Vader got a training slot, or not a training slot, a commander slot, um, which was a big change. 
Uh, I know Operative Vader lost Spur and is now just flat out speed two, which scares the life out of me. Um, but I think is also welcomed. And he has extra health, right? No. And yeah, I think he got extra health, which also scares the life out of me. Yeah, he's like he's like an actual operative Luke now. <laughs> Not quite as good, but still quite quite good. Well, it's like my buddy, my buddy Josh, who honestly, like, I should have him on and see if he talks if if he wants to talk about Empire. He's the person that uh, I do all the uh, the the battle reports with. Which you might be saying, like, hey, I haven't seen one of those in months and months. Fun fact. I've been sitting on the footage and I've just not been editing it, but we did play a game like back in the previous errata, uh, where we did the second, uh, of the, uh, the escape pod scenario. I actually just started editing that footage again, like yesterday. So hopefully soon, like this month, I would like to put it up and just get it done because now it's old meta or now it's old errata. I should say, uh, it's not even relevant anymore. People are going to be like, what, what is this? But uh, it'll be it, it's still a really fun game, uh, so that was just a quick little little plug for that. But he but he plays uh he plays Vader in that video, but he also just plays Vader in his Empire because he has had some really good games with Vader, and he's like you know Vader just keeps getting better and better. They keep making Vader better, so if I just keep playing him and then keep playing him with the new changes and stuff, he's I can just get good with him. Then I can get great with him when they change him and they make him even better. So he's definitely excited for the Vader changes. He's also a big speeder bike. Uh, uh, he, he very adamant for the speeder bike and all of its love. And so he'll be really happy to know that in the first of decreases that the speeder bike went down five points. Uh, the ATST went down five points. Boba Fett went down five points, which I have a small thing about Boba Fett here in a little bit. I'll let Paul talk before that. Uh, Krennic went down 15. Very nice. Uh, the Dubax went down 5. Palpatine went down 10. Veers went down 5. Oh, he loves Veers too, so he'll be, he's ecstatic. If you didn't already know. Uh, couldn't imagine. Death Troopers went down 4. Awesome. Royal Guard went down 6. So now there are 69 points. Nice. Uh, the LAAT went down 15 points, just like the Republic one. And the Gav Tank went down 5. What's your thoughts there, Paul? That's a lot. It's a lot. a lot of changes. It's a, it's a huge amount of changes compared to everybody else. Um, yeah, I, th- there's a lot going on there, a lot of changes, a lot of reductions, uh, obviously other than Vader, but Vader has such a big upside with other stuff that he got that um, that we'll talk about, I'm sure. Um, some of that stuff is scary so far with mm-hmm. – uh, how good some of these empire lists are going to get. Oh, there's yeah. a lot of, with all these point reductions, I mean, there's a potential to get almost a whole nother activation in empire, um, which is, yeah. is going to make some lists really interesting. And I'll talk about one of mine that I made, um, when we get to that point, but, um, to, to segue you to talk about Boba, if you want to, uh, they can reduce Boba another 30 points and he still probably isn't playable. I, yep. You, you, yeah, you know exactly what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> Boba coming down five points felt like, like a, like a slap in the face almost because that's not at all going to fix him. It's not even close to fixing him. And, and, and I, I love, should, 
I, I love him. So go ahead. Yeah. And he's not unplayable. No. He's just not anywhere close to the other like characters you can take exactly in that range. Yep. For any faction, he's really not comparable to the modern meta, which is what the <laughs> which is the problem they had with Vader, and they keep bringing Vader up, and it's because you know Vader's like the most iconic Imperial character, right? So they keep you know, kajagering him around to make sure that he can stay relevant and stay in the meta and stay on the table, which is good. I appreciate that. I love that. In fact, I want Vader to be the scariest mofo to walk in the room. Like when I see Vader, I, I want to be quaking in my boots. And, uh, even before all these upgrades and the like last point change in Arata that we got, I felt like Vader was pretty, pretty dang close to yeah. where he should be at. And then they did all this and I'm like, Oh yeah, Vader, we say it every update, but this time I really mean it. Vader got buff, and Vader got scary, both yes. versions. Yes. Um, but Boba, as much as I love Boba Fett to death, like my favorite Imperial character-wise uh, as in, in this faction so far, I gotta say that I am probably not putting him on the table until, like, he gets an errata. Or a, a no, not even a not even a lower points change unless they brought him down to like fifty points or something like, or that, I mean that's ridiculous. But even then, he needs an errata to be like really yeah, he'd competitive. Have to, he'd have to be under a hundred to be in to there be for me. Yeah, to me right now, he's around the same points as Callus, and Callus is just better. Oh yeah, even same. I'm gonna take Callus over him right now. Yeah, so, and and same thing with Bosk. Like I think I'd rather have Bosk than than Boba, because his I think because his cards are more relevant. That's the big thing with Boba is they're yes. so situational. Yeah, and telegraphed. Yeah, yeah, you kind of know what Boba's playing. There's no secrets behind <laughs> what he's doing, and that's the, that shouldn't feel that way, right? You would think Boba like he always has some like tricks, right? He should feel almost kind of more like Cad Bane does, right? That's I feel like Cat wanted to be on very Bane much, on yeah, yeah. Like he's like ahead of the game. He's always one step ahead of his prey. And Boba's just like, I'm coming. <laughs> you so know what I'm doing. I want Boba to get super changed hard, and I feel like, I feel like he's. I mean, they're gonna obviously touch on him when the like Shadow Collective comes out. Like that's almost. I feel like that's impossible to assume otherwise. Like you're going to be talking about a scum and villainy faction and everyone talks about how Boba Fett like would be a scum and villainy character, you know, like he would be thriving in that. Plus the book of Boba Fett's coming out soon. And it's very clear to me if you haven't seen the trailer or anything, like it's clear to me that they're going to be playing Boba Fett to be like this crime Lord or I don't know about crime Lord, but he's going to be building up like, a syndicate, you know, he's going to be a leader. He's going to be a huge character coming up like in like Star Wars media. I mean, he already is. He's already like one of the most iconic Star Wars characters regardless, but he's, he's about to get even bigger because it's about to continue his, his canonical story and he's going to jump in popularity so much. Oh, um, yeah. Or at least in relevancy, if not popularity, but also popularity. 
Um, and so there's no way that they can't touch him in Legion. They can't make him in his current state in Legion for long. So I feel like when Shadow Collective comes out, they've got to, they're, they're, they're going to like give a new profile to Boba at this point is kind of what he needs. If you wanted to unintrusively fix Boba, I've given my, I've given my answer before and, you know, nobody's argued with me on it and said that it's not, not okay at all. But like, give his flamethrower, like, give it permanent. You know, the like the command card with the flamethrower. To give it permanent, let him have that for the rest of the game. The the jetpack rocket, just make I don't know, make that either permanent or make it like, give it cycle or something like permanent and cycle where he like can use it like once every couple turns or something like that. Like bring his. I want Boba Fett to be the walking arsenal that they play him up to be, you know, in Star Wars. I want him to be this, like, he's going to come up at me, and I'm like, I don't even know what weapon he's going to kill me with. You know, I want Boba Fett to fly at me, and then I'm like, what flavor am I going to die in? You know, you see him in The Mandalorian, like, killing stormtroopers left and right with a new weapon every corpse. You know, it's just like, I want to I wanna play, but when I play Boba, I want to feel like I have an arsenal at my fingertips. And I don't, I don't feel like that when I play Boba now, I feel like I'm trying to, I feel like I'm trying to do surgery with a butter knife when I play Boba. Yeah. I, you just made me think that that's what they should do with this next Boba release is obviously they're going to have a new profile, whatever for the, Mm -hmm. you know, if they do them in this new faction or whatever, but they should just give him like nine command cards. So he'll have 12 (laughs) total. And then you just never know what you're getting. You know, you have like Luke's invaders that have six and you're like, man, all those cards are good. And if Boba just had like 12 cards to pick from, (laughs) you'd you'd have no idea what you were getting from Boba. (laughs) The only thing I, and, and yeah, I would love that because then, you know, then there's an, then there's an element of surprise and maybe you could play a dedicated Boba list where Boba is your leader or your main focus which is what I'd love. But uh, and that's like one of the reasons I haven't really come back to Empire yet is I'm like, I'm waiting for one day when they just finally make Thrawn. But I mean, the longer we wait, the more powerful he's going to be because power creep is real. So I'm, I'm, there's a, it's a bittersweet that we don't have him yet. But Boba Fett like does not, Boba Fett's my other main focus of what I want to play in Empire. And he's just not really competitive right now. So I just, I've not gotten really to play him and having him have like, you know, 12 command cards where they're all different weapons in his arsenal would be something fun. <coughs> but at the same time, the other thing that really bogs him down is his command cards are super telegraphed. And I feel like that gets fixed. If you give them permanent or permanent and cycle or something like that, the whip cord can stay the way it is. That's, that's pretty run of the mill for someone else for another character, even though Sabine's it's literally an upgrade, but whatever. Um, yeah, it's, Sabine's, Sabine's is an action, right, and an exhaust, but she can do it multiple times a game. Yeah. Like, she could just tie someone down for, yeah. like, the entire game if that's what you wanted her to do. But Boba, like, his are super telegraphed because when you play it at the start of the turn, now your opponent knows what you're doing, like, right away. It's just like, oh, well, Boba's going to go here, or Boba's going to target this, and then he's going to move and get that. Or he's going to stay in combat with what he's in combat with, and he's going to hit that. And I don't want that to be, like, telegraphed. I don't want Boba Fett to be super obvious, like you see him coming. 
Like, I want him to flip out, and you'd be like, oh, God. Uh, like, oh, the flamethrower, I didn't think of that. Or just, like, you know, if it had permanent or something, you played it turn one, it's like, great, now he just has a flamethrower that he can play around with for the rest of the game. That's another tool in the arsenal, like, for a lack of a better term. I would even take a card like Chewbacca's that gives you cards back that you've already played. Or, yeah, that. Like, yeah, I don't care. Just some way to make it to where it's, like, you can use it multiple times or something. Or, like, keep your opponent guessing. Like, you don't know what you're going to do. There's a million things Boba Fett. He has a million different gadgets. Like, what is he going to get me with? Or what's his plan? Like, I need that surprise element for me to be able to to really love playing Boba. Like, to have all these weapons at my disposal is what it is. That's what he needs. And he doesn't get that right now. No. Anyway, all right. Boba rant over. <laughs> uh, I think we had to do like, up, upgrades, right? Yeah, let's do, up, let's do upgrades yeah, real quick. Let's do run this. down those. So, um, increase wise, I don't think. Well, okay, there was like one. I think. Oh yeah, Weiss went Weiss, up four points. Yep. Right, right, and that's because he got a route of just like wedge where he's field commander now. Um, everything else exhaust anymore, right? And I don't, yeah, and I don't think he exhausts anymore. Huge. Which is, yeah, that's, that is huge. Um, I'm wondering if they're going to keep him at five points or if that's going to go up based on. I feel like he should be a 10, like, like, you know, um, Shriv or Price or, you know. Yeah. We'll see. It it might come to that, but we'll see. You know, the ATST went down another five points, so we'll probably start seeing some ATST Wes or Wes, Weiss. Uh, and I, yeah, so that, that'll be something to look for. Um, sprint through these other upgrades real quick. Uh, big one that I loved, the Death Trooper configuration went from eight points to free. That's always a good feeling. When something becomes free. It it matches the Rebel one now, right? They just get (laughs) Yes. Yep. Not that Death Troopers match Pathfinders in my opinion, but that's fine. Or I should say the other way around, Pathfinders don't quite reach Death Troopers, but that's okay. Um, the DTF-16, the character for Death Troopers, also went down seven points. That feels awesome. Uh, the Electra Staff Royal Guard went down four points. The ISF Heavy went down two. The Shore Heavy went down three. Uh, the Snow Ion went down two, so now that's totally playable. Um, the Stormtrooper DLT-19 went down two points. The Stormtrooper Rocket went down four the RT-97C went down two, and so did the T-21. Del Mico, this was a big shock to me, Del Mico came down 13 points. Yeah, that's Del Mico, the already auto-include character for any Empire player, went down, like, half his cost. What is that? Or sorry, not Del. Well, yes, Del Mico, but Gideon Hask went down nine. That was sorry. That's the one I was more referring to. Like Gideon going down of like a third of his cost. He's already like the auto include, right? I, I almost think both at this point them. you put both of them in every list. Well, yeah, they're so cheap. Do. Now you do for sure. Like people they're not are already that much more taking expensive. one or the other. Yeah. But now, yeah, you take them both because why not? not they're not much more expensive than a, a normal heavy in whatever squad you put them in, so just pay the couple extra points. Like, they put them on par with, like, fives. That was, like, the idea was, like, to put them on par with, like, fives and Echo, where they're, like, these characters that are worth, like, 
paying almost an activation of points for. But now they're just like, hang on. See, Delmico's 25. An RT97C is 24. A DLT is 20. It's like pay five more points or pay nine more points to get Delmico or Gideon. Seems crazy. Yeah, that's absolutely. not that's not the same difference between like a twenty six point DC fifteen on a phase one and a forty point fives. That's not that doesn't feel the same. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm maybe I'm just stupid when it comes to balancing games. But that just seemed crazy to me. I don't know. That, that just felt like an outlier among the rest of the changes. Yeah, no, those are those are big changes for those two characters for sure. Um, I celebrate everybody that's going to go out and make them great because it's just going to help Empire become greater. So you know, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not dogging on them. Uh, great, that's awesome. Uh, I still don't play Empire, so I don't know personally. <laughs> um, ATSD's weapons, uh, the twin blaster went down ten whole points. The mortar went down five, and the grenade launcher went down seven. Uh, Baron Rudor went down four points. Price came down five points. And then the Stormtrooper Captain went down two, and the Specialist went down three. So that's all the point changes for this errata, or for these, you know, the end of the, the yearly point change. That's where we're at. So, I mean, the one thing I want to bring attention to there is for, you know, those of you playing at home, the ATST decked out with all of its weapons went down a full twenty seven points. Yeah. That's, that's huge. Big. Yeah, yeah. For and anyone you, that's playing two ATSTs, that's like another squad of stormtroopers or something that you can add in that list now. And, and even if you're not, right, the you said the the normal laser cannon went down ten and the ATST went down five, right? So yep. those lists that were already fairly competitive, I feel like, the double ATST list, with those as the upgrades, you just got a free 30 points between your two ATSTs to spend elsewhere. Ka-ching. Now you can afford Vader. Or you can throw <laughs> Del Mico in. Like, oh, yeah. who's, a, who's another two-repair, range-five, like, sniper guy. Yep. To support your ATSTs. It's It's gross. And price went down five. I know people will put put her in the although everyone's gonna put Weiss in there now. Yeah, Weiss in a fully decked out ATST. Um I had the, the pleasure of playing a game with that, and I will tell you it feels like an ATST should. It just Good. feels like the imposing force that you want it to be. No matter what it's doing, it's I played a game against some rebels. I was kicking guys while shooting all the way across the table at other guys. Um, you know, just every turn, just shooting all of the weapons all of the time. It felt really good to have all of that on there. Um, and Weiss on there being able to use that arsenal for. Again, it just felt like the ATST should. It, it felt scary. That's great. Yeah, that's awesome. So, uh, I mean, quick summary. I mean, everything feels new, like it should, on on all fronts, on all on all faction fronts as a, as a game. 
you know, there's there's some erratas as well. There was some main erratas as well that changed a lot about the game fundamentally. Um, I didn't actually say what my favorite errata was that I saw, but it was definitely Han getting steady. I just about died when I saw that and of happiness. I was so oh. happy. That's the one thing that Han needed, I think. Yeah, I mean, getting steady and the the kind of change to how oh um, and low, low pro- profile, low right? Profile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's huge uh, too. Because now it's just. It, it, it's a lot simpler now too. It's basically just like auto light cover or auto cover plus one, no matter what, as opposed to just when you have, you either have no cover or heavy cover. Now you're always going to have either light or heavy. And I feel like that's better. That feels a lot. That feels good. Well, it's, it, it's what, as long as you have cover, it cancels a, a hit, right? right? Cancels an extra hit. So really, I mean, it even gets better. If you well, if you get shot with no cover, you're just out of luck, right? You don't get anything for that. But if you get shot with light cover, you now essentially have heavy. And then if you have heavy cover, you actually have heavy cover plus one. So you're removing three. Oh, is that what they did? I thought it was just like if unless you had... I'm unless I'm misreading it. All right. Well, I'll I'll look into this while you get there, but uh. I'm gonna yeah I'll look into this real quick because um because I thought it was just that they were changing it to where it's like now it's um now that now they're uh, looking at no cover to light and light cover to heavy that's what I thought they did so if you, if if it's if it's your way and now there's the potential of cover three uh, that sounds insane so let uh, I'll look into that but. While, I'll talk about I, my empire, my other empire list. That yeah, I, do that because that's that what I was gonna say. I was gonna say start talking about some of these awesome like games and units and stuff you've played because now that we've talked about all the points and stuff, you can start talking about some of the cool stuff that you've been able to do in your actual games that you've been able to play. Yeah, I mean, I had th- this is another one of those scary things I feel like with some of the stuff that Empire can now do is I had a list that was. Uh, run by General Veers. I had two sniper strike teams. I had four core units, one snow with flamer and impact grenades, and I think the extra guy. I'm trying to remember this off the top of my head here, but, and then the three other core were a snow trooper unit with Gideon. Okay. And a comms guy and an uplink. Then I had a shore trooper unit with Del Mico and then the mortar. And then I had a gav tank and an e-web. And the gav tank had, I think, price in it and onboard comms. And then I had a lat. Um, with onboard comms and armor piercing shells, I think. Okay. That list every single turn except for one pips. The only tokens left in my bag are my two sniper teams and, um, and I just drew a blank on his name, uh, Veers. That's Everything really else good. has orders because Gideon on the snow Every turn can recover and still move and shoot because he's on a snow trooper with heavy. And then he passes that, he passes the extra order to the next core, which is Del Mico's, um, shore troopers who then pass to the mortar. 
And then my other snows are in the lat, which are getting an order from the command card. Mm-hmm. And so the lat and the snows get an order there, and then the tank gets an order, and then it goes to the eweb in there as well. So Man, almost complete so much. order control in Empire that has two heavies in all those named characters. I know. It's it feels and, and again, Veers at that point, Veers um has aggressive tactics on him. So I'm passing out four surge tokens a turn, no matter what. Jeez. Even on the one pips I'm passing out four surge tokens. To I mean they essentially almost become like clones used to be, right? Like right. Well, that's what I was the, thinking actually. The equivalent just now of just now. That. <laughs> yeah. Because they have that one like, token. Oh, man. Yeah, it's it's good. It it was it was gross uh, being able to do that every turn, just having that much order control, um, and having options to do things like fire supporting with the mortar. Um, you still have you know your big uh, vehicles that can you know get rid of armor if need be, and then you have repairs with Delmico in there because he's cheap at twenty five points, and if not, he can just sit there. He gets the free aim right from the shore troopers getting an order every turn anyway. So he could just aim and shoot and, you know, use all his special abilities. It's It just felt really good. Um, so, well, yeah, Empire, Empire's got some really interesting stuff, and you can do a lot with those unique characters, I feel like. Well, that's going to be some good news, I think, for uh, for the Republic players that want to that want to transition that I know so many of them are transitioning over to empire and it's like, just in, in case you're wondering if you should, you know, you're, you're losing your faction with your, with your shiny white armor in red dye infantry that get four surges a turn and have super awesome, strong, but expensive lightsaber users, uh, and can fire support, and have heavies and do lots of cool things, and you're trading it in for a faction that now has uh, shiny white armor, red dye saving infantry. Uh, that oh, I, I I forgot to say, got get orders every turn. Yeah. Uh, that they get almost full order control. Uh, they both also have the characters uh, that pass around, and you're also going to be getting a. Expensive but powerful lightsaber users and uh, some heavies that can do some cool things and just can do some cool stuff. Yeah, they have so a lot of options. So just swap They're the models like... around and you're basically playing the same <laughs> faction but with different rules and it's cool. Yeah, it's interesting. Empire, it's like the the heavies went down, the lightsaber users got better. <laughs> you know, the, they became the, more like clones. Yeah, the unique characters that you can put in upgrades got cheaper it's just like anything that you can think of that you wanted to get cheaper with empire probably got cheaper they or made better Repub they made republic like empire and they made empire like clones that's kind of what happened yeah uh, and i will say I, I got to play uh my most recent game i got to play with new commander vader i did commander vader uh two flamethrower snows three ion snows a Royal Guard and two snipers. <laughs> and Vader is good. He is really solid. The, and it's not the it's not the extra command option that he was given. It's 
it's not like the upgrades. I mean, the upgrades are good, right? The the new burst of speed makes Vader uh-huh. really good. It's all of the changes to his command cards that made him just that much. Oh better. yeah, 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 yeah. Because those all got routed too. Yeah, his the darkness descends now. If you don't um, divulge it. You can just play it round one, and it's just like Anakin's three pip, where it just gives him reliable two permanently for the rest of the game. Very good on Vader, obviously, since he doesn't surge to anything on offense or defense. Yep. Those surge tokens are really useful. Oh yeah, um, yeah, and then um, implacable, getting a dodge token every time you activate with it. Ugh. It's just, it's really, really good. Ugh, scary. So, real quick, the uh, the low profile change. Uh, I think you are correct. I think I think I was reading it wrong. So, uh, while defending against an attack, if a unit with the low profile keyword has cover, cancel one additional hit result. So, yeah, I think that means you know if you're in the open, you don't have cover, so low profile doesn't matter. If you're normally in light cover, you would cancel one hit, but then you're going to cancel an additional hit for a total of two. And if you're in heavy cover, you would cancel two hits with low profile for an additional one, which means, yeah, cover three. Yeah, cover Man, that's three. crazy. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, and just think, that's that's not only on Han, but, you know, like the sniper strike teams or the full commando units. Yep. Can you imagine a full commando unit that just takes three hits off the top? Like, that's yeah, really good. That's really good, man. Now, on the other hand, it makes the characters like Leia, Boba, um, Lando, that have Sharpshooter Sharp 2, even better against low profile, right? Because it yes, just it takes everything away. Yep. Um, and it one thing, well, not one thing that's occurring to me now is this means that it's going to be... This is going to do a lot to the sniper war, at least for Galactic Civil War, because they both have low profile, and those yeah. both only shoot two dice. So if you get them in heavy cover, you got to crit to to even have a chance to do damage. Yeah, I it's it's interesting because they the Galactic Civil War snipers have the worst dice, right? Out of yeah, the, if you're looking at the different eras. Yep. However, now, like you said, it's it's near impossible to kill them unless you crit. Unless you crit. Yep. With, with or a, or you get something team, right. Yeah. Right with the sniper team. I was, it, what I was going to say was, or you get something else close enough that has a bigger pool. Right. Or a melee unit or something, but yeah. And then if I if I'm not mistaken, sorry, it's been a little bit since I've looked at these updates. Oh, you're good. Um, I think too, empires. Um, Scouts all went up to Scout 3. Uh, they did, yes. So, like, that's a huge move right off the bat. That's Yeah. I, I almost think that that might have been too much. I think I agree as Scout well. I think maybe five. that was a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like if you left them at Scout 2, like, it, in- it increases their movement, but then you still have the debate, like, do I spend the extra two points on Recon Intel? Or do I leave it? Were they Scout 2 or were they Scout... I think they, they were Scout were, 1 before. Yeah, they were Scout 1. So if you just yeah. increased it to Scout 2, they would be on par with the Rebels. Yeah. And then it would still give you that interesting decision of do I take the Recon Intel or not. Right. You can still you can still equip them with Recon Intel, you know. 
Yeah, you just if can't. You just want to waste the points. Yeah, Man, just there was the points. somebody. Somebody, I think it was in the Legion Academy group. Like this had to be a year ago at least now, but was like playing a game where like him and his buddy made each other's lists, and they were playing it like super dirty, like trying to take all the like dumbest, most useless like unit and upgrade combos. And he was like, "What list should I give him?" And I sat down, he's like, he's going to play Empire, and, like, what list should I make for him that's just, like, absolute hot trash, like, and wastes points where possible. I'll see if I can find it real quick, but, uh, but, and then, and then I'll share it with you, but, because it was just so funny, like, I was like, oh, man. But before we do that, Paul, actual driver of the AA5 and fleet troopers up to this point, I would love to know. What is, what is, is, is the Fleet Trooper AA5 combo ever, the, the hot new thing that everyone should be reading about in Cosmopolitan and picking up and doing themselves? Because it's, it's, you make it sound like it's, it's pretty freaking sweet. And I thought it was already going to be pretty freaking sweet. So I would love to hear from a master. Or a Padawan, if they haven't given you the rank of master yet, uh, what your opinion is and what your tactics are playing them thus far. <laughs> yeah, don't hype it up too much. Um, <laughs> no, I I really had a lot of fun with the AA five and fleet troopers. Um, the fleet troopers are for the price. I want to say it was like it's like around like seventy something points for like the full unit with uh, a grenade option and i personally with the the way things are going right now run them with the shotgun the extra body and i do impact grenades because of all the armor that's in the game okay i know a lot of people would say you know use the you know blast grenades concussion grenades but and and don't get me wrong there were times where i was like man i wish i had concussion grenades but just the the versatility it gives them with that impact when needed um, is useful. Um, I I played in an event that uh, had an AA5, and the fleets always were in the AA5. Uh, and typically, what's interesting about it is for the first like two turns, the fleets do nothing; they just sit in the bus. Okay. And but then. It's like when you get halfway through the game and a full unit of fleet troopers just gets out right next to you and then just obliterates a unit, just deletes a unit off the table, it feels really strong. And they're just like, hey, what's up? Because they essentially just popped in and took advantage in an area that you might have no business being in because that bus can really get there. Um, I ran my bus with the reckless driver uh, in it, too, so... Every turn, my bus was getting a free move, whatever other action I wanted, and then shooting. Because uh, I had the the quad laser gun on it as well. I like the quad mm-hmm. laser gun over the other one, personally. Again, gives impact and has six six black dice. Uh, I'll take that. Six 50-50 chances uh, to hit something. I'll, I'll take that yeah. most days of the week for me. 
I'm used to I'm used to the RTs, right? The five black anyway. So give me a six black. That's fine. <laughs> um, I I mean those fleets they they deleted full clone trooper units. They um they deleted some droids. They uh, in my last game they ended up. I mean it took them uh, I think two shots worth, but it they really put some hurt and ended up killing uh some mandos so it was they just did a lot a lot of work and um the and i what i could say is that like i said they felt really good it might have been because i spent some time painting them they've been kind of like base <laughs> that always makes models do better <laughs> They've been base coated for a while in like some basic colors, but I was always waiting. I always told myself I, I shamelessly have stolen this idea from a guy in Chicago that I saw um, that did this. But I ordered some riot shields um, off of a, a website, and they came in. And so um, one of the troopers in each of the fleet trooper groups has a riot shield on it. And on the riot shield and on the little back um, of the all the fleet troopers' vests, I actually took the time to hand paint on them uh, SWAT and Arabesh. <laughs> and so I love, I love that. And my my bus I have painted. It's not fully painted. It's not done yet, but it is all black, and it's going to have the same SWAT and arabesque all over it as well. And so it's my little SWAT van. Like the SWAT van pulls up, the SWAT team busts out with their riot shields and just, you know, light guys up with all their special weapons and tactics there. Um, And I really enjoyed it. I really – that was – putting that on there, I wasn't sure if I was a good enough painter to get something so tiny um, onto them, but I'm actually really happy with how it turned out. I'm definitely not as good as the guy that I stole the idea from um, as far as it goes, but I'm I'm thrilled with how they turned out. And so it made it very exciting for me. And like I told my opponents, I was like, this is my little SWAT team. And most of my opponents called it my SWAT team. Like for the rest, they weren't fleet troopers (laughs) anymore. They were like, you get SWAT. You're gonna get your SWAT team off the van. And I was like, "Yeah, here they come." <laughs> and so it was just—it was a lot of fun. Um, I like how they—they they look now. Like I said, they—they they had base coats for a long time, and so now they're actually getting some character to them. Um, so they have kind of like some urban camo on them. Maybe I'll uh, post a, a picture on on our yeah. page so people totally. can see what I see my in progress fleet troopers that I have. Um, so yeah, it's it, it was it was fun to play them. I do think that they're quite good. Um, and like I said, when they're they're coming in on an untouched fleet trooper unit, which that was always the problem with them before, right? Like your opponent saw them, they knew they couldn't let them get close and hit you, so they hit them before they could get there. Dropping off a fleet trooper unit and just having the options of rolling a bunch of dice. I mean, typically, I was. I split up my dice and don't throw just all the whites just because I don't like the variation that much. Um, I'd usually use the shotgun. Like two of the guys would throw white, so like four white dice, and then I would have like three of the guys throw grenades. And so it's like two red, three black, four white in a pool, and they always had an aim token from the uh, tactician in the bus. 
So even on the turn where they got out and shot, they had an aim token. So it felt that's so good. Yeah, it felt really good. <laughs> I was gonna um, say that's I I'm I'm definitely taking notes to to like play mine later because once I get all my I actually have my fleets like I have my version of your SWAT team like the dedicated fleets that go in the bus. Uh, and I can post a picture of them as well, but they're my, uh, they're my party boys. So like, since my bus is going to be like the party bus, I, I was like, I need a unit of fleets that like are perfectly matched up for them for like for the bus. Cause I like want to staple them to it. And they have, so they have all like purple undershirts and then like white jackets or like white vests and stuff. So they look all like slick. Uh, and I, I green stuffed the uh the deals with it sun like deal with it sunglasses on the leader and like green stuffed and modeled his hand so it looked like instead of like up in the air he looked like he was adjusting sunglasses. And yeah, so it's like getting them put with that, I'm like I'm taking notes on like what you've been doing so I can replicate some of that some of that some of that sweet action because I'm definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, it was fun. You can you can just get them in really good positions with that with that driver, um, the reckless driver in there, being able to get that free move every turn. Um, usually, like the first turn, I was kind of getting into position, so that way, either second or third turn, whenever I decided, I could pop those fleet troopers out. And honestly, sometimes um, they just came up at a time, and I was just like, you know what, I'm just I'm gonna sacrifice a full activation of them. But I'm not going to get them out and then let them just get counter shot by everything yeah. and die in a turn. Yep. Right. Like it was very much the bus is to give them protection so that way they can come in and do the work that they need to. Because that's what you want from your fleets, right? You, right. You want them to use that giant dice pool that they have, the pierce that they have, mm-hmm. um, and, and you want it to be effective. Because before, I mean, when they were first out – you were lucky to tr- kind of trade their points worth, right? Because most of the time they oh, were yeah. getting shot before they were ever get getting in there. Yeah. Right. And so now you have the opportunity to, like, save those points all the way until a really advantageous time. And against one of my opponents, I, I did literally get out and one-shot a Phase 1 Z6 squad. Ugh. Uh, it, a five-man. It wasn't a six-man. Still. Five-man squad... I, I think I rolled into seven um, hits on him, and with Pierce one, I, I was able to take out the whole thing. Obviously, he rolled below average right there, but right. Um, it felt really good to just delete a full clone unit <laughs> with those. Oh yeah, units. that's that's always a good feeling, especially since that was the only full unit threat that was left on the board by the time they got out, which they didn't get out until turn four, just because the the, the way the game was going, like I could not get them into that position without them just instantly dying from a bunch of other stuff. So, like, I had to wait a long time in that game to get them out. But patience is a virtue. Yeah, I mean, the two turns of shooting, they they killed two units. I mean, one was a full clone trooper, and the next one um, had, like, three guys in it. And it was, yeah. It it was a cleanup at the end of the game. Fleet troopers work. Yeah, I needed it to get those objectives, so... Everyone needs to know that. 
They just, if you can get if you can play Fleet Troopers right, they just work. It's like it's like a it's like Todd Howard says that it just works. Yeah, it was it was good. It was a lot of fun to play them. Definitely, if I if I'm bringing a bus, I know a lot of people, like including myself, thought Wookies in the bus were like the instant go to. But man, uh-huh. those Fleet Troopers are like thirty, forty points cheaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I love fleet. You already know I love fleets, so that was my first thought. I mean, Wookies, obviously. I was like, oh my god, the melee threat that you can just protect all the way down the board—that's insane. But like, my immediate second thought was fleet troopers, and I'm like, oh, I'm probably going to do that. Yeah, and and that's another thing too is I feel like the fleet troopers, you know, Wookies are well coming out for Republic. Of, you know, some people already have them, some people yep. are getting them uh, soon. Wookie Rebel Wookies have been, you know, coming into their own for a while now, yep. um, and are really strong. And the and the best way to deal with Wookie squads is high dice pools. Yep, and fleets are. They have- T-shirt saves and just lots yep. of health. But if and you put in all the, pretty much every wound you put on a Wookie or a hit you put on a Wookie is a wound. Yep. So. And and those fleets that that's them. And like I said, they're like forty points cheaper than a Wookie squad. So if they can come out and delete two Wookies, you know, in that squad, that significantly reduces, yep, you know, her. what that squad can do. Yep. All right. Well. I hope everybody learned some interesting notes from that because that I I certainly did. Um, I'll be I'll be keeping a lot of that in mind when I get my fleets and AA five together. Uh, was there anything else you had to share with your with your experience with them, Paul, or any last minute tips or anything that people should think about if they if they play them? Um. Well, I don't. I guess not with them. Like I I feel like I talked about them a bit, and there's some good things that you can do, and just I mean try them out. I've I, um, at one point, like I said, I like the impact grenades on them. Um, one game, and this was before, like, all of these changes and stuff, um, I actually had them in a bus, and I dropped them off behind an AAT, and, um, full unit, oh so gosh. six guys. In I'm just the painting the of, picture. <laughs> yes, in, in the rear arc of the AAT. So, again, for those of you playing at home, that, you know, that's five grenades, impact five there, plus two more impact because I'm in the rear arc of the AAT. So I'm rolling seven dice, five black, two red, and it's impact seven. So every hit that I have is moving to a crit. And pierce and, one. And pierce one. Ugh. Yep, two turns of that and an AAT was dead. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know if you bother even... If on that AAT, I don't even know if you bother spinning around as your whole activation after that. Well, and that's the thing. At like, that point, he, he's kind of screwed anyway. Yeah, he tried to do that, and then the next turn, I just did a move and shoot rather than yeah, I was like gonna say, aim and shoot. Forget it. And there was still a tactician in a bus, so like they were still ha- they still had an aim. Took it aims, so yep. it wasn't. Yeah, that's again Nasty. that the combination of the fleet and bus just feels really quite good. Um, and one thing I, I guess I do want to say is, uh, you know, now that we have these points decreases for some things, um, I actually look at, um, the clone shotgun. You know, we, we talked about earlier how it got yeah. a little bit of a decrease, but the bigger thing that got a huge decrease was that lat. Oh, a huge for both factions, 15 you points. Could, you could do a very similar thing with yeah. 
clone trooper shotgun and drop them out of a lab. Or, uh, or yeah, clone shotgun, uh, you know, Rebel Republic Wookiees out of the Republic LAAT. Yep. The, yeah, so there's a lot of... Everyone can a, start doing it. Yeah, and yeah, a 15-point decrease to those lats is huge. You essentially get whatever upgrades you want on them for free now, right? Like, so yeah. you're looking at, like, a 120-point heavy that has Scary. really, you know, I, I think really good mobility just because it can strafe, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it can fly, so you don't have to worry about terrain. Like the bus, I, I will tell you, sometimes the bus just has issues because it can't go over certain things because of its yeah. height, and so it just kind of gets stuck. Or if you, uh, or if you have the reckless driver, you just can't reverse. Yeah. So if and, you're not careful, then you can get stuck. Yeah. Yeah, you have to be really careful with some of that, where the lat doesn't suffer from that as much, right? Now it's not going to be moving as much as the reckless driver, but. Um, I think you can get a very similar effect with, like, a clone trooper shotgun or, you know, you're not going to have the Pierce on the Empire, but an Empire, you know, flame snow trooper. You're going to have red in. saves. Yeah, yeah, you have red saves to counter that, right? Um, or even um, Royal Guards. I feel like they finally got Royal Guards on the same kind of playing field as the Wookiee squad, yep. whereas, like, the Royal Guards could actually um, maybe hold their own. Um, against a Wookiee squad, whereas before I felt like the Wookiees just won because of their, you know, special keywords that they got, you know, kind of buffed or whatever. So, um, again, Empire, I'm interested to see some of that and some of the new stuff that you can do with, with clones. And I want to see that shotgun. I like that shotgun. <laughs> All right. So I think I like the last thing that we just need to, and this will, and this will be a very unplanned, but it's like perfect that I that I present this uh, on the episode that we talk about Empire becoming like the new clones and the new Republic and the new uh, like gonna form the new meta. Are you ready to hear the worst Empire list ever made? Yes. All right. Now I've updated it for the current errata, so you could play this list today. If you do, I question your sanity, and let me know how it went. <laughs> All right. Um so it's 798 points. It's actually 11 activations. So that that sounds attractive to you right now, right? Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. So uh it starts with one commander, the generic officer with okay. targeting scopes. No. <laughs> uh I found a lot of fun combos of useless upgrades to waste points. So uh, targeting scope on that Imperial officer's pistol is a must. Um, then we've got six units of snowtroopers, all with the ion snowtrooper. Okay. They all also have comms technicians, which come with comms relay, and frag grenades. Okay. I so, I, I other than. The comms guy just wasting a bunch of points. Those aren't terrible units. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, it was mostly just like finding ways to, to spend the points. And I felt oh, like sure. at the time it was like, do I go snow stormtroopers with HH 12s or do I go snowtroopers with ion? And I felt snowtroopers with ion felt a little worse at the time. Um, 
And then, and then we get to my, my, my other favorites. So we've got three full units of scout troopers. Are you ready for these upgrades? Yep. Comms relay. Okay. As everything in the list has, except for the commander, uh, everything in this list has comms relay. Uh, uh, it, they've also all got recon intel. Okay. And they all have overwatch. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> no heavy. Well, <laughs> wow. Um, and then finally we've got one dewback with comms relay and protector. <laughs> yeah, that's a wasted one too. <laughs> yep. Those, those are good. And then your generic uh, one pip, two pips, and three pips because you have no unique options. Uh, so yeah, that is the greatest empire list ever made, and uh, I hope everybody starts playing it because uh, welcome. This is the new empire meta, so this list is good. It will beat everything, uh, <laughs> and you're gonna love it. You uh, just to tie this in and go back just a quick hot second. Sure, sure. Um, your list just reminded me that Empire can also do some crazy stuff with all these changes with a full scout unit, just like the fleet troopers. You got, yeah. you have them in a lap, you have the full unit. It's not six guys, right? It's only five, but you got the sniper and oh, the sniper. Then the I was going to say unit. the stab. Well, the sniper gives you pierce, right? That's true. If you want to so, go that route. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I was thinking sniper initially. Um, you can do if you wanted to. You can put um, right frag grenades on them, so now they surge to crit if you're at range one. Yeah. To give them that extra ability to hit, if you want to do that, um, or you could go with any other grenade too, if you wanted the impact or to negate. Well, they already negate cover one, right? So that's a little bit better than a fleet trooper. They roll black dice instead of white, which is a little better than fleet troopers. And then if you give them um, duck and cover for, what, two points? Yep. Even if they get out in the open with duck and cover, they're still going to have cover, too. Yeah, that's really good. Because of the way low profile works. And if you happen to get them even in light cover with duck and cover, you're looking at removing three hits. And they can jump out, roll ten dice. And if you had, let's say you had price in there, you could even give them an aim and a suppression before they even get out. Yeah, and then they're never co- no cover in that scenario. Yep, and they're courage too, and yeah. Dude, I'm ready it. to see, I I want to see full scouts on the table again. I, I, I say now that I just want to see them, like, ever put there. Now that we talk about that, I'm really thinking about a full scout team in a, in a lap. Yeah, I was going to say, that honestly sounds really fun. I and might what, have to get my lap painted up faster to do that. And you're only looking at, you're looking at less than what, like 200 points probably? Like just under 200 points for those two? And that's yeah, with a like decked out lap. I think like 170-something, 180-something probably. Yeah, and then you, I mean, you got a couple upgrades on a lap, couple, yeah, and a couple upgrades on the... It's yeah. gonna be a different game, man. Dude, there's some interesting stuff for sure. There's a there's gonna be a lot of options. I mean, Empire has a ton of options, but I yep. think we're gonna see a lot of different stuff. I think we're gonna see a lot of different things from Empire. I think we're gonna see a lot of different things from clones. Um, you know, now I don't know CIS. I don't know that we're gonna see a whole lot of different from them. Um, 
Rebels have some interesting things. I think we might see some more um, variety in heavy weapons um, from Rebels, just because I think that that um, that impact shotgun or whatever that they have in the regular Rebel troopers is getting so cheap now that it's like yeah. it's very and and for a two red two white dice pool at range two seems pretty good. Yep. So like I think we're going to see some more of that. I think that we'll see some more of these specialists in in list because they're getting so much cheaper because what they started off at like the 13 point range and now they're like one point more than the the extra guy. Yeah. So why why not spend the one point to get that free aim on a, you know, stormtrooper? Exactly. You know I mean? Even if you only use it once a game, one point for one aim. That's that, one point. Yeah, and it's super worth it. Yeah, it seems it seems worth it, especially on a turn where you get suppressed or something, and you're like, "Wow, well, I really need that aim token." Yeah, so I I think we're gonna see a lot of stuff like that that we haven't seen as much of lately, and it'll be interesting. And it'll then Shadow Collective will people. come out, and it'll be another new game again. And, yeah, and then people will be like, "What are we playing? <laughs> we gotta play Scum now." Yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. I mean, I think that it's in an. In, Legion's in an interesting place right now because there's a lot of armor, um, but I think that with some of these changes, we'll see we'll see some more variety coming out. All right, and on that note, Paul, what number are they serving now? Well, looks like they're up to the low hundreds, but we still got a, a little ways. But oh, I guess that. I can hang out with you for a little bit longer while we so that was... while we get this taken care of. <laughs> Should only be another couple hours at this point, so uh at least we didn't miss it this time. I didn't miss it <laughs> uh unless we fall asleep before they uh before the number comes up. I'm getting kind of tired, but we'll see i got that's what that's what you're here for buddy well we'll make it we can do it, sure, we got it all right. well, I want to thank everybody for listening. I hope that everyone's gonna go out and try all the new stuff that all their factions have going on or maybe pick up a new faction now that, you know, faction identities are kind of starting to flip around a little bit and stuff's just becoming cheaper for some, more expensive for others. Rules are getting changed around. Erratas are getting changed around. I know everybody that I know a lot of people that are just changing factions entirely just after this. So I hope everybody has a, a dice time enjoying the new Legion and I hope everybody had a dice time listening to us today because I know we did. I know we had a great time talking. So hopefully everyone had a great time listening as well. Um, Paul, any uh, any final words or any final send off? No, I like I echo you. I enjoyed getting back to it and talking a little bit about Legion. And ex- like I said, excited to see what people come up with because there's a lot of options now. With it's always fun to see after the point changes. So oh, yeah. I look forward to seeing what you guys come up with. It's 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 tabletop Christmas morning. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, everybody. I hope you had a nice time today, and uh, go out and make today even better. <laughs>